Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. It's a new year, but the same situation uh, when it comes to cell phone carriers in this country. Last week, it was announced that Rogers would be raising the cost of some of its plans in the coming weeks. Bell is reportedly going to do the same. Now, the timing for Rogers was impeccable because the same day they announced this, uh, they had an outage. I remember the outage last week, and it uh, was annoying, so only fitting that uh, we heard of the the plans for the price increase as well. Carmi Levy is a London-based tech analyst, joins us now. Uh, Carmi, appreciate the time today. Great great to be here, Jeff, and thanks for having me. So, Rogers, uh, their CEO, I do remember, pledged lower prices. I'm, my math's, I'm not a math genius, but prices going up is not prices going down. Yeah, maybe they're using some sort of new math that we're not familiar with. But, you know, every time they claim that they're working toward greater affordability for Canadians and then they subsequently and rather try to quietly hike their rates, uh, you know, they'll send an email, but they won't issue a press release. Um, you know, it, 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 it strikes as dirty pool to me. It, it essentially means they're saying one thing. Uh, that they think government wants to hear and that consumers want to hear, and then very quietly they're working to please their shareholders by hiking prices. This is not uh, where we want to go. Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne, who's who's been championing lower rates and has essentially been saying we're working toward it, um, he looks like quite the fool uh, because he's saying he's telling Canadians one thing, uh, and it's clearly going in the opposite direction. And it isn't just a one-time thing. It's constant. Year after year, uh, we are seeing this trend line go up, up, and up. Uh, and despite the government's increasingly uh, high-volume complaints, nothing seems to be changing. Um, and yet, the, yet the, the quality of service, as evidenced by these outages, uh, it continues to be, to be compromised. So, I mean, uh, from a consumer perspective, it's frustrating. Even worse, it's not like we can walk across the street and find an alternative because they're all the same. As Rogers is announcing its uh, rate increases and having an outage, Bell didn't have an outage, but they were announcing rate increases as well. So uh, you're getting hosed regardless, and there's no such thing as an exit door because you go out the exit door, go find another carrier, they're doing exactly the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I had a bit of a chuckle when I saw the minister was saying, you know, shop, there's not enough competition. So his 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 advice was basically bounce between the two because when you do switch, you do tend to get a better, you know, a bit of a deal, but I don't want to have to go between Rogers and Bell all the time just to get a bit of a break. Exactly. And, and that's not how I expect the government to act. You know, the government's saying, Oh, just go, go find another carrier. No, because of the government's inaction, the government's inability to properly address the lack of competition in this market there is no competition. So they're all playing the same game. And they know that. The fact that there are so few players in the market means that there is almost no incentive for them to keep prices down, uh, that there is no pressure. Uh, they are not working against each other to, to, to create better deals for consumers. And so uh, it's, it's, it's incredibly frustrating, especially given looking at other markets where there are more players uh, and there is actual competition that when you, when you see them create their plans and roll them out to market, they are sharpening their pencils. They are responding to consumer pressure to hold the line. But there's none of that here in Canada. And even though I understand, and I think we all do, that Canada is a very special case where very large landmass, uh, very sparse population spread out largely by the border. So 
there are some pressures on telecom companies that that kind of at least partially explain why we spend more than elsewhere. And even with competition, it'll probably always be a more expensive place for them to operate here, but not this much, not to this degree, um, and not sort of the fact that the government continues to speak out of both sides of its mouth uh, and ultimately delivering nothing to consumers. We have some of the highest prices in the world. Do we at least have some of the better service in the world, or how does our service compare? Do we know? Oh, oh I, would have, I would have said that after, uh, you know, the, the July 2022 outage and, of course, last week's outage as well. But no, uh, you know, I, again, there are no sort of global uh, um, sort of data sets on quality. But I think anecdotally, it's fair to say that we have a ways to go here. And I think what bothered me about last week's outage was uh, we were supposed to have learned from the July 2022 outage. We were supposed to have put in place greater partnerships, greater levels of communication, higher levels of customer service. These are all the things that both consumers and the government called for after that giant Rogers meltdown that resulted in so many people not even being able to call emergency services. Um, and then looking at how this particular outage last week played out, uh, it was exactly, you know, thankfully 911 was not affected uh, and it wasn't national. However, uh, it was still problematic. You know, there were, the company still on its, on its website and on its uh, consumer communication channels claimed there was no service outage. Um, yet when you went to the down detector sites, it was read all over the place. Um, the company also uh, was unable to actively respond, couldn't give information, uh, and only after the fact, hours later, called it a technical fault. So yet again, the customer service component, which Roger says these fee increases are going to fund, uh, clearly wasn't there uh, a year and a half after that massive government, uh, massive cross-country outage. So the government called for something. They were angry. They were upset. And they're clearly not getting it. And consumers paying more but getting less. And it's clear that that gap is getting wider. How easy is it to bring in, you know, more competition? You know, is it some of the big guys from, you know, Europe and the United States? Is it a startup that we don't allow to get swallowed up? I mean, how do we find our way out of this? We've all been buying cell phones for likely more than 30 years. Uh, And 30 years in, the government still hasn't figured it out. Um, And I think the only answer is, and this is sort of the one thing that has been sacrosanct in Ottawa, uh, since the beginning is that uh, they did not want to bring in foreign competitors. They wanted all of the Canadian telecommunications markets to be led, run by Canadian-owned companies. And this is where it's gotten us. And so I think that the short answer is, is yes, we need foreign investment. Um, we need the government to change its tune um, on exactly how Canada's telecom industry is uh, funded, who who is allowed into the market, uh, and as much as I love to wave the Canadian flag and you know, sort of you know keep uh, gigantic foreign interests out of Canadian markets lest they decimate us, I think it's fairly clear, clear that Canadian organizations have done a pretty good job decimating things for Canadian consumers, and we need a different model. And if that different model includes or involves foreign investment, I say now's the time to try it because it can't get any worse than it is now. No, it's true. You know, and you, you love the start.cas of the world, but you can't blame them otherwise when they get a huge offer to to sell, right? That's exactly it. You know, and you know, I think that's a, that's a really great example because start.ca was this, you know, local, you know, absolutely beloved company. And for ample good reason, this is why we buy local. And then along comes Telus writes a giant check, very quietly buys it 
Um, and, you know, thankfully, the company is still being marketed under its original brand. Thankfully, it still has presence in our community. But let's let's be honest with ourselves. How long is that going to last? Um, and then we're going to be right back to where we were, where and, and in communities across Canada can say the same thing. Where small local telecommunications operators that were loved by their customers were ultimately bought out by the you know the, the Canadian interlopers, and at some point, you know, we sort of go back to where we were when we started. And so that model does not do justice to individual entrepreneurs who want to follow that same model. But perhaps in a more competitive market, these small organizations like Start uh, would have a better chance. Uh, of, of remaining uh, independent entities for a much longer period of time than they are now. Carmi, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Great, great being here, Devin. Thank you. That's Carmi Levy, a London-based tech analyst. Uh, we need to pause when we return. More of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.